Well, hello again, and welcome to Gab and Grow. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome. We're happy you stopped by to hear about this great project, and we hope that you're going to tune back in each week to hear more about all the wonderful things happening and the resources available at WCSU that will enhance your student experience. Today, we're going to be talking about a really exciting new project that's happening this fall at the Haas Library, and it's called the Human Library. And it's going to be on campus on October 1st, and um, we've brought here to tell us about it the coordinator of the event, Julie Hunter, who's a librarian at Haas. Hi, Julie. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. Good. Um, welcome, and um, thanks for being on the show with us. Thank you for having me. Okay. So tell me, what is this human library thing? Pete was just asking, so it'll be good. Sure. <laughs> it'll be good. So it's really confusing to wrap your head around at first. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time understanding the concept of it, um, but basically what it is, it's an opportunity for people who have stories about adversity or challenges, stereotypes, um, anything that could have like a negative spin on it. Um, they get the opportunity to be books and tell their story to a reader. And a reader is a person who's interested in hearing about a particular topic. So that's the basics of the okay. of the event. Okay, so so it's been around for a while, I guess. Could you tell yeah. us some about, you know, kind of the history of it? Where did it start? What was the purpose? Yeah, yeah so it started in 2000 in Copenhagen. Um, and I, I actually brought my cheat sheet to remember <laughs> the names of the people. But um, it was started by um, Ronnie Abergel and his brother Danny and their colleagues Asma Muna and Christopher Erickson. Um, and they started it as a project for Rocks Hill Festival. Um, so the original event was open eight hours um, a day for four days straight. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they had, um, I think, over 50 different titles and about a 1,000 readers. Um, and so the initial charge was to create an event at this festival where people could um, learn about something different or outside of mm -hmm. themselves, break down stereotypes, um, and then have, like, a safe space to do it. And so that's kind of why they came up with the library concept. Um, it was it – was, um, unassuming and you know you mm -hmm. get to have that conversation one-on-one -on -one yeah. with another person in a safe place and ask questions so mm -hmm. it's usually a, a one person one person kind of thing yeah usually that's how it is um there have been some human libraries that might do one book to maybe four readers okay. up to four readers yeah but we're going to do it one-on-one -on -one. okay so um i love that idea of having people talk about you know their lives and mm -hmm. and how things impact them and and particularly having a chance to talk to people who could have really vastly wildly mm -hmm. different lives than than we've lived and um so why why now and why at western well um there's there's no time like the present i think to yeah. to just even just start a conversation or ask questions so um we really wanted to do it here at western because we think that there's an opportunity to um um start some of those introductions, start the questions, start having the conversations um, that people just, you know, might they might be afraid to have or they're not sure which questions to ask. Um, and, and so it really kind of creates an opportunity for us to learn about the people that, you know, we go to school with, the people that we learn from, the people that we work with. Um, so we, we wanted to start that um, here at WestCon. Yeah, I think that idea of being able to have that conversation one-on-one -on -one with people mm -hmm. is really kind of 
awesome actually mm -hmm. because sometimes when you're in a big group you might be afraid to ask something exactly that you wouldn't be afraid if you're sitting one-on-one -on -one with somebody exactly else. it can be really intimidating to have a conversation and feel very self-conscious about that question mm -hmm. or a curiosity it doesn't even have to be negative you could just be curious about mm -hmm. something and so um the one-on-one -on -one really helps kind of um open that door and yeah. allow both the book and reader to be comfortable talking about a topic that is a could be a really difficult topic. So how does it actually work? Like the day of, what happens? Mm -hmm. So right now we're in the process of um, collecting books mm -hmm. for our collection. Um, and so um, the day of, these books uh, will um, be stationed throughout the library. Readers will come in and sign up for a book. Um, each session will be about 20 minutes long. Uh, the book will have the opportunity to tell their story. And then there's there's time for conversation or questions between the book and the reader. And so once once that 20 minutes is up, the reader will um, check the book back in and then has the opportunity to check out another book. Yeah. And then if the other thing, too, is that we will also have um, the opportunity to have place uh, a book on hold. So if there's a book that you really want to get to, but somebody else is already reading the book, mm -hmm. you can put your name down as next in line. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's really mm -hmm. kind of cool. So, um, you know, we talked some about this and some of the people who are volunteering to be books. Mm -hmm. What kind of titles do we have coming? Um, so we have a few different titles. I think we have, I think we have about seven so far that have signed up. We're still recruiting more. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget <laughs> any of our titles. <laughs> um, uh, and I've lost where it is on the paper. But <laughs> um, so we have um, we have uh, um, an immigrant story. Um, we have a uh, actually a couple of um, immigrant stories. Um, one in particular is um, a faculty member here on campus. Mm -hmm. Another is a community member. Um, and then we also have a. Um, uh, a story about Jewish life in the USSR right after World War II. Oh, cool. Yeah, really cool. I'm really excited about that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we have a local farmer who's coming to tell her story about um, farming in this area mm -hmm. and um, the outreach she does to the communities that the farm serves. We have a book about diversity. Um, and then we also have a book about um, conflict management or a conflict resolution, I think, is actually the title. Mm -hmm. I love that. I, you know, you're talking about the, the farmer coming in, and it was so funny because a couple of weeks ago I was I was having lunch with some of my college friends who live in the area, and um, and we went up toward Kent for our place to eat, and my friend who lives way down in Fairfield County was mm -hmm. like, I forgot that there were farms in mm -hmm. Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> like it's right? all it's all neighborhoods and businesses yeah. and things. And you know, she worked in Stamford, and and so the concept of there being farms that close to where she was, right? Just, you know, and she's lived here all her life, so she just kind of forgotten because she hadn't been out in it for a while. So. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's that's a that's a great way to look at it. Is that I mean, you're talking about farms, mm -hmm. but really that concept goes to toward anything, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're not looking for it, you're not going to see it. And so it could be it could be anything. It could be um it could be something about religion, it could be um something about an illness. And if you're not ex personally experiencing mm -hmm. it, 
in some sort of way, whether it's you or, you know, close friend or family member, you're not going to see that you're not going to see that um, that experience or understand mm-hmm. what what that means to somebody who is experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this this whole event is about is kind of opening those doors and broadening the view that you have of mm-hmm. what's around you in a way that you might not notice right. otherwise. And really topical in a lot of ways, too, mm-hmm. because, you know, you talk about immigration stories and right. you, you can't, you know, pick up any kind of media at all these days right. without hearing something about it. And, right. you know, people like me, my, my family has been here forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think part of my dad's family came in the Revolutionary War mm-hmm. period yep. to fight the British. And, and so, you know, <laughs> it's that we're far removed from right. that process. Yeah. And to hear from people who are living it mm-hmm. is is going to be a fabulous opportunity, yeah. I think. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I found my list. We, I, oh, I good. Left, I left one out. It was um, atheism. <laughs> oh, cool. Which is another really interesting yep. one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yep. So say somebody's listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and they think that they'd like to be a book for the day. Is there a possibility still for that? Yes, absolutely. Um, we are still taking um, applications and it's not really so much as like a application. It's more so that we get an idea of what mm-hmm. the um, person wants to speak about and can kind of keep track of that. But um, there's a URL um, where you can go to fill out the form and it's uh, libguides.wcsu.edu forward slash human library forward slash book application so um, we'll get that in the notes yeah, yeah. Too, so. <laughs> so they could do it so they could do it that way or i mean you can always email me too um mm-hmm. uh and and if you have any questions we would love yeah. yeah more books and if if somebody just wants to attend that day is there anything in advance that they need to do or is it just showing up that day and yeah, it's kind of just showing up that day. Um, in the next month or so, we'll have um, the book titles and descriptions on our website. Um, and then, um, and so you can, like, if you want to look beforehand to see what the books are going to be available, you can do that. But otherwise, it's just show up. Um, the event's going to be Tuesday, October 1st uh, from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Haas Library. So just show up and, and kind of have an idea of what you want to read. And, and you can even, you know, if you get there that day, that's fine, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know, um, like I said, this is uh, happening on October 1st, right? Mm-hmm. So um, why do you, you know, mm-hmm. what what's in this, why is it important for you? What do you hope yeah. people walk away from the day with? So we were kind of um, talking a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you had used the um, reference of farms, not mm-hmm. seeing what's around you. And for me, I think... The environment that we live in today, um, we have so many algorithms dictating what we should, quote, should should be mm-hmm. seeing. Um, and so that really defines, we, we kind of end up in this bubble where we don't see anything but what we want to see or need to see. Um, and need is, you know, not quite the right word mm-hmm. because it's what the algorithm thinks that we need right. to see. So um, I think that this is a really great opportunity to... Um, do something new, meet new mm-hmm. people, learn about something that you might not otherwise learn about. Um, it's it kind of it it can be a little uncomfortable meeting somebody new. I went to a couple of mm-hmm. these and it was really kind of weird to just walk up and meet this person um, and then 
have a conversation with him about yeah. um, the to- one of the topics that um, I had with this gentleman was about um, his title was wor- worshiping multiple gods mm-hmm. and his um, his religion was Hinduism. So it was kind of awkward because I felt like I was mm-hmm. talking to him about something that was really personal to him. Mm-hmm. But I had to remind myself that he was interested in sharing this information. Right. And so um, so I think that even that just that process of sitting down with somebody face to face is is so beneficial to um, understanding humanity and the people that are around us and kind of understanding that what I'm going through is not what somebody else is going through and and learning to be compassionate about that. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that's fascinating to me about this is, and you can't tell it because I host a podcast, but, <laughs> but I'm I'm really a big introvert and I'm shy. Mm-hmm. And so the, you know, the concept of, just sitting down and striking up conversations with people mm-hmm. has never been something that I've felt right. particularly, <laughs> you know, that I'm good at or, or anything. Yeah. So doing this has really helped me right. have that kind of experience outside of, you know, the little lovely world of the studio mm-hmm. and be able to to talk to people yeah. um, a little more easily than I ever mm-hmm. used to be able to, too. And I think particularly for students who are new to the university. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just, even though we're a small university, it still gets overwhelming at times. And, mm-hmm. and there's so much out there and so many things that you might not have had exposure to, but mm-hmm. you, you want to learn and you want to know something about it. So right. this kind of opportunity to really, you know, hear about things that are outside of your, yeah. you know, that little box that you're in mm-hmm. is is a great opportunity. So, yeah. um one of the things um, that I wanted to ask about is, are, are we inviting, like, classes to come to this? Mm-hmm. Like, first-year experience students, are they going to be, you know, is it going to be a requirement, or are we just encouraging people to come? Or Yeah, so there's no there's no requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just encouragement. Um, we don't have um, any classes lined up at the moment. Um, I would say if you're a faculty member and you want your class to attend, mm-hmm. reach out to me. Um, just so that we have an idea of how many students mm-hmm. to expect. Um, and, and um, yeah, so, you do, so, yeah, there's no expectation, but it's really just an encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's open not just to our students either, right? It's, it's Correct. It's kind of open to the Everybody. community. So, mm-hmm. yeah, particularly if people are interested in being books, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be limited to people on campus either. So. Yeah, we kind of wanted to focus on the Danbury area community, so it's so it's not just WestCon. Right. I mean, we definitely want the WestCon represented, oh, yeah. represented, but um, it's really we are part of the Danbury mm-hmm. community and you know, kind of the outer surrounding areas. So we really are encouraging faculty, staff, students, community members, mm-hmm. anybody who's interested. Yeah. One of the things I've found over the years, and we've tried to provide lots of opportunities for students who live in housing to do this, is to, you know, take that opportunity to get to know somebody mm-hmm. on a different level. You right. know, we've had programs before, which I have just loved, you know, and I think a lot of our students did too, but mm-hmm. we would invite professors and ask them, you know, tell us your story. Tell us about, mm-hmm. you know, how you made it through college and mm-hmm. and what brought you to Western and why do you like being here and what are your interests and things. Right. And, and so getting to know somebody on that different level from just that talking head at the front of your classroom sometimes can really open the world to, you know, mm-hmm. a much deeper experience in right. your class, but also 
you know, just getting to know somebody who's a lot of people have really fascinating, oh, fascinating so backgrounds. fascinating. Yeah. yeah stuff and you that would you, never know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. it's, mm-hmm. it's funny. I talked to one of the nursing professors during one of those and she started her nursing education at the hospital I was born in, which was in Ohio. Uh-huh. So it was really you know, fascinating that we both ended up here. Yeah. You know, what years, a great connection. years later, but yeah, so much fun. So you just, you just find these little connections all over the mm-hmm. place. And I think that's one of the, mm-hmm. the great joys of this kind of experience is that even if you don't think there's any connection that you're going to have yeah. to somebody, there's always something that you might mm-hmm. you're going to walk away with having found something too so absolutely yeah i wanted to talk to you a little bit um you know i mentioned at the start that you were a, a librarian in yes. Haas. so can you tell us a little bit about what you do there yes yeah. so um i am the student success librarian it's a it's a new position at the Haas library um and um so i do traditional librarian things mm-hmm. so um i go into classes and i I teach students how to use the library resources. Um, I also do reference desk duty, um, do deeper uh, in-depth research services. So if students are working on those theses or those bigger projects, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I can help students with that. But then the new part of my position that a lot of librarians don't do is I have the opportunity to learn what students need to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it could be something like this event. So it's it's opening it's opening doors, it's having conversations. Um, and so um, so yeah, so that's kind of yeah. like the nuts and bolts of what I yeah. do. Um, one of the one of the projects that I will be working on, which is also not a common librarian thing, mm-hmm. is um, the peer mentor program, mm-hmm. which supports the first year experience to those students. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, I'll be taking over coordinating responsibilities for that. Um, uh, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of about it. Very cool. <laughs> and and Haas has stuff going on all the time. And yeah. Can, can you talk maybe a little about some of the things that are coming up this semester? Yeah, so, um, well, so... The librarians are really excited about the academic year. We're um, all just kind of really big nerds and looking forward <laughs> to hearing what um, the students and the faculty are working on. Um, so um, one of the um, events that we're um, going to repeat is Drag Queen Story Hour. Mm-hmm. So we did that during um, during finals week this mm-hmm. past semester and um, really enjoyed it. And so we're going to be planning that for the fall as well. Mm-hmm. We don't have a date and time yet. Yeah. Um, so just stay tuned to our yeah. social media, um, which I, I'm also um, taking over. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so you can follow us on um uh, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and we'll be we'll be active on there, posting um, all of the events and programs and resources and services that we provide. Nice, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. So I just want to remind people again that the Human Library Day is October first, and the hours again are one to five. Yes, fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody wants a little more information, you said they could get in touch with you. Do you mm-hmm. want to give them your email address? Yeah. Or? A phone number or something they mm-hmm. can call? Um, yeah, so um, usually the best way to reach me is email, um, which is hunterj at um, wcsu.edu. Um, you can also reach me by phone, and the phone number is uh, <laughs> 837-9288. Uh, 
I put you on the spot. I know. We never call ourselves. So. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. So funny. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you can also stop by my office. Um, Ooh, so, yeah, yeah, first floor of the Haas Library, all the way in the corner. Um, mm-hmm. Super swanky. Fabulous. Uh, so that's going to be it for this Gab and Grow. I want to ask you all to pop back in and listen to us. We're going to have so many things uh, coming up this semester to talk about and all of the things that we talked about last year that are going to be helpful if you're new here um, are also going to be available to you. And we keep them kind of short. We're only about 20 minutes long, mm-hmm. so you can find out a lot in a little amount of time. So I hope that you, you know, if you're listening, you check into that and uh, you'll see us on the campus TVs and the bus and posters up in buildings and all kinds of things. So look for that and see what's what's going to be happening on Gab and Grow. Julie, I want to thank you so much for being our guest here. Actually, my first guest that mm-hmm. I've recorded for the fall. So I'm very excited about that. Awesome. Glad, glad to have you. And, um, you know, if other things are coming up at Haas that you'd like to share, please come back and join us again. Definitely, definitely will. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, your host until next time. Actually, I'm always going to be... You know, the same person, but um, I'm Mary Beth Griffin. And even if I'm not here at Gavin Grow, you can still get in touch with me by emailing me at griffinm at wcsu.edu. If you have questions or ideas about things you'd like to hear about, let us know. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.